This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. Hi, this is Tracy Kitten with BankInfoSecurity.com's Weekend Review for Saturday, August 7th, 2010. How vulnerable are ATMs to security breaches and malware attacks? During a staged hack last week at the Black Hat Technical Security Conference in Las Vegas, Barnaby Jack, a former employee of Juniper Networks, demonstrated how effortlessly a hacker could infect an ATM, sometimes without physical contact. Two common ATM models, the Triton RL2000 and the Tranex 1700, were injected with malware, giving the hacker control to spit out all the money he wanted. Commonly used by community banks and retailers, the Triton and Tranex ATMs used in the demonstration are both on the Windows CE operating system, meaning the terminals can be vulnerable to malicious attacks commonly aimed at any Windows OS. But smaller institutions say they oftentimes feel out of the loop when it comes to awareness about software updates and patches released by manufacturers to protect ATMs from attacks, such as the one demoed by Jack. Now, after this short break, I'll be right back with more of our top stories and features for the week. Are you responsible for your institution's compliance program? Do ATM fraud, ACH fraud, and online fraud keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the BankInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit BankInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. The recent arrest of two men in Florida shines a spotlight on a new fraud spree aimed at retailers and restaurants. The spree involved card skimming at the POS. The two men face multiple identity theft charges after being linked to a massive card skimming scheme. Upon their arrest, the Secret Service also discovered more than 15 cellular telephones, as well as a skimming device used to get personal information from credit cards and computers. Some 25,000 identities may have been compromised, Victims and possible co-conspirators have been traced to Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, Georgia, Ukraine, and China. The scheme represents just the tip of the iceberg, according to law enforcement officials, in payment card crimes against merchants and consumers across the U.S. And finally, we wrap up the week with a blog from managing editor Linda McGlasson about the Minnesota legislature's move to make the possession of a skimming device or a re-encoder a felony. Currently, 31 states have laws on their books regarding card skimming, including Washington and California. McGlasson, in her blog about the new law, applauds Minnesota for its step forward. She writes, All I can say is, way to go, Minnesota. This law puts a real crimp in the criminal's work. Every state needs legislation that brings the skimmers to a halt, or at least puts some serious penalties in the faces of the fraudsters when they are caught. That's this week's Week in Review. For BankInfoSecurity.com, I'm Tracy Kitten. Have a great week. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.